Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, The Craziness That Lives Inside My Head. I want to talk about something that uh, was brought to my attention. Um, Imagine if you had a friend who says to you, trust me. It's a friend. You've known for a long time. And they say, trust me. Every time they, they, they tell you something, trust me. It's this, this happened. Trust me. It's true. It's true. Just trust me. Okay. Take this same friend that you've known for all these years. And you know that he is undercover or or what they say DL on the down low. So, you got this friend. It's on the down low. He's DL on the down low. Okay. And you're very good friends. You know what he's all about. He knows what you're all about. And I guess you could say it's it's interesting. No one say keep keep it a secret. You know, is it a secret? Well, if you know he's on the down low, of course it's a secret. So, you know his wife. You know his kids. He's a grandfather now. Oh. And all these years. Trust me. And I was thinking the other day. Because I've had a lot of dealings with guys on the DL. And. Trust me. And it just happened in my mind. I'm thinking, well. Do you trust a man on the DL? I mean, you know he's lying to his wife. He's lying to his kids. He's lying to whoever is in his life that doesn't know that he's on the DL. Um, then my mind said, well, it's a different situation. You know he's on the DL. That's just a secret between you and him. And, 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 <laughs> and you and her. I mean, it could be a female also. So you could trust them because they trust you with the fact that they're on the DL. I want to tell you a story. I was in love with a man that I knew that was on the DL. And we were having an affair, of course. And uh, this is when I was young. I think I was, what, 17, 18. I met this, this guy and I was 17. We worked together. He was older than me. And actually actually he was he was the one who got me on Boone Farms uh Apple Wine. <laughs> and I knew he was on the DL. Um I was so much in love with him that he said to me, If you want to be with me, you got to have a girlfriend because I don't want people asking me questions about you. So, in order for me to be with him, I got girlfriends. I think I only had two or three at the time. And he got engaged. And I, I, I met his fiance. And, and we did things together. We went to the beach together. We went this together. And, and then he says that she had brought up the fact that 
every time we go out, how come I don't have my girlfriend? So, I got a girlfriend. And just so the four of us could go out together. Actually, the girlfriend that I got, believe it or not, I, f I don't want to fast forward to that girlfriend. But the only reason why she was with me, so she can get next to him, knowing he had a fiance. That's, that's another story in itself. But anyway, let's get back to the subject. Trust me. He's on the DL. I know he's on the DL. So I guess you could say I was on the DL too in order to be with him. And he says, trust me. I trusted him. And what I trusted him with was, we were in this gay relationship that was just between him and me. Just him and me. So, even though I knew he was fooling around with all these females, I mean, it didn't bother me. It didn't bother me because he loves me. I'm the only man in his life. I trust him. I'm the only man in his life. Because I got the big secret. He's on the DL. So I'm the only man in his life. Well. Let's talk about that trust. Trust number one. That he broke. He brought one of his girls. I, I, we weren't living together. He had the keys to my apartment. But we weren't living together. Okay. But he had the keys to my apartment. And I knew. And he, he admitted it, that yes, the reason why he wants the keys to my apartment because I, I work nights. And some nights he wants to bring up a female to fool around with. Okay, alright. I went along with it. He's my lover. I trust him. I went along with it. So then, I came home one night from work. I should say one day because I work nights. It was the daytime. And my landlord was waiting for me and he was upset. He was upset because... He had to, he was upset because I had strangers in my apartment. And he found out about this because the ambulance came to the, to the apartment. Then the police came and all like this. And he wants to know what's going on because he wants to raise the rent. <laughs> I mean, he cried. He didn't... I don't think he cared too much about the ambulance and the police coming to the to the apartment. He wanted to raise my rent because if I had people in my house living in my house, he wanted me to you know to raise the rent. So I I called the man that I trust, and he admitted he's oh yeah well, the girlfriend that he brought up there, he told her that he had a fiance and she was in love with him, and she tried to commit suicide. She took all these pills and my my uh, medicine cabinet. And, she, and he didn't know what kind of pills she took. And I told him the only pills I had in my medicine cabinet was Excedrin. And what I had? Probably Excedrin and um, I guess antibiotic pills. I saw uh, those Tums and stuff. At that time they had the pills. I, that's all I had in my medicine cabinet. He didn't know that. He She took a whole bottle and he got afraid. And he called the, the 911. The cops came because she tried to commit suicide. So, he got upset because the landlord told me. And in my mind, I didn't say it to him, but in my mind, I was like, well, when you was going to tell me, I trust you. When are you was going to tell me what's going on? Okay, that's one incident. Another incident, I could tell you about this trust. I co-signed for him to get a Cadillac. 
This is in the 70s. 19 what? I co-signed for that Cadillac. That's a 1978. I co-signed. I co-signed and his fiance. She co-signed. We, we both co-signed so he could get this Cadillac. Brand new Cadillac. Bam. Um, I got a letter in the mail. Or I should say they tried to garnish my paycheck. This is after a year. And I and I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And I had forgotten about the cosign. Um, him and uh, the, the girl who was doing payroll at the time said, yeah, well, because they say you didn't pay this, you didn't pay this uh, car payment. I said, what car payment? You know. So to make a long story short, I, of course, I put two and two together. There's only one car payment that I could think of. So I called them up. I said, um, what's going on? You didn't, you know, because he was supposed to pay. He was supposed to pay his his part of, of the car payment. And she was going to pay the other part of the car payment. I just co-signed. I wasn't paying anything. That was his car. His name was on it. Believe it or not, his name was put on it. Um, she got mad with him because she broke up with him when she found out he was fooling around. And she stopped paying the car payment. And this was a while now. This didn't just happen just the other day. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, what was he going to tell me? I trust him. When was he going to tell me? When was he going to tell me? So this DL man, who I was so mad in love, um, we were on the train, on the subway. And we're sitting there and we're talking and this guy came on and I have to admit, mind you, I'm 300 and some pounds. And the man I'm in love with, of course, he's well built. And and this other well built black guy came on the train. You know how they, they walk through the subway. You know, you're not, you're not supposed to go walk through the subway, but everybody did it, you know, in the 70s. And and the black guy smiled at my DL lover that I trust. And then when my dear lover gave him that look, and I know that look, that frown kind of look, the guy kept going to the next car. So I said to him, who's that? Oh, he said, oh, it's, it's nobody. It's somebody that, he's, he had two jobs. One of his jobs, he was a, a security guard for college. Oh, just a guy that, I'm a, you know, at the college. You always try to you know, get into my pants. Hmm, I just said, hmm, okay. And then we went out one night to a bar on um, Delancey Street. And I'm sitting there. And he said that um, some bars in the 70s used to sell cigarettes. Because they always had the, mach the machine. And um, I think this bar didn't have the machine. Because I don't think he wanted people to come off the street just to, just to buy cigarettes at the machine. So he had to go find another bar or some place to, to buy a pack of cigarettes. He was a smoker. Anyway, I'm sitting at the bar waiting for him to get the cigarette. He all he had to do was go across the street to the they had the candy stores back then. I don't think they have candy stores anymore. The candy stores sell cigarettes and candy. He could have went across the street and just got uh, a pack of cigarettes at, at the candy store. But no, no, I don't know where he went. Anyway, let's put it this way: I was sitting there for almost two hours, two hours. When he came back, and I said, "Well, what took you so long?" He said, "Well, it took a long time to find a pack of cigarettes." I said, two hours to find a." Cigarettes? 
Mind you, the bar, the bar we was at was the Delancey Street. And if anybody from New York knows Delancey Street, well, it was at it was after midnight. But you're always going to find some other bar that sells a pack of uh, machine, a uh, cigarette machine. So it was two hours, and we're sitting there, and I'm, and he's trying to explain to me. And then this drag queen, mind you, drag queen, walked in the bar, came up to me, and she smiled at me, and she sneered. I had your man. And she walked away. And I like. I wanted to slap him upside the head. I said what's what are you talking about? He said calm down. Calm down. He saw the look. In my face. He said calm down. Calm down. Gave me a $50 bill. Here. You can have this. I charge a $50 to suck my dick. You can have it. And I'm like. I don't want the $50. I said, you have me sitting up here and you and you fooling around with a drag queen. Now we talk about the 70s and let's 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 be honest. In the 70s, definitely in the 70s, there was always tension between, I should say, not tension, but uh, straight acting, straight looking, especially down low guys and drag queens usually don't mix. I mean, I, I think back then there was a big. A discrepancy how some bars won't even allow drag queens in some bars won't even allow blacks in um so this is just mind you this is pre pre-age so it was it was the the gay community back in the 70s were kind of kind of segregated believe me or not so anyway i got so upset i said he had to take me out of the bar because i was ready to fight so we i had a car so we get in my car not his car. We got in my car. I always use my car to do anything. He keeps his car parked. He was in my car. And I'm driving. And don't ask me what happened. I wanted to kill us. And we was on Delancey Street. And I was going to run it, run into a tra- tractor trailer. He moved. He knew what that happened. He moved the um, the steering wheel out of the way of, of the coming tractor trailer just in time we missed it and then he started punching me and beating me up you trying to kill me you're trying to kill me and yes I was I trying to kill because kill you because I was in love I trust you that was the that was the that was the trust that he broke that you know the straw that broke the camel's back well that was that trust he just broke that was the camel's back and to make a long story short we broke up we broke up so, I have this friend. Trust me. Trust him. Guys on the DL. Trust. Now, you might say, a lot of girls would say, well, you don't have to be on the DL. He could, uh, regular guys would do that. Anybody would do that. Okay, I know that. But what I'm saying is, do you... It's one thing to trust somebody who's okay. It's it's one thing to trust somebody that you know, just know that you don't know anything about them. But you, you, I have I have a lot of friends I trust. I don't know what their sex life is. I don't know what they do. You know, behind my back, I trust. But to know a guy for years, and this is this is friends. This is not it's not anything to do with lovers. It's a friend. I mean, came to me and said, trust me. Oh, you could trust me. I remember back in the 80s was very interesting, especially with DL guys, um, especially when they have sex with them, you know. 
did you get tested for the HIV? Oh, trust me, I don't have it. <laughs> I used to laugh, you know. Did you get tested for this? Get your test. Trust me. Okay. That's my rant for the day. But I want to say this with this trust. Now we're in a situation with the COVID-19. And this is called trust. I mean, if you bring somebody home. Because a girl says to me, did you wear a mask? I trust them. (laughs) Anyway, this is Eric, and thank you for listening to this portion, this show, of the craziness that lives inside my head.